Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Okay, guys. Happy Friday. We've got a special Friday episode. If you don't know, now you know. Lady Gaga's Chromatica comes out today. Can we afford to play Rain On Me here? Ten seconds. Hit it. We wanted to get the incredible Sarah Tano on the podcast. We Sarah and I have both met her. They're name sisters. She's done Sarah's makeup. She's done my makeup. She's done Lady Gaga's makeup. She's done Lady Gaga. She's done Ariana Grande's makeup. She's done Priyanka Chopra's Priyanka makeup. Priyanka Chopra. She's done so many people's makeup. Uh, but obviously, you know her because she is Lady Gaga's right-hand woman. She oversees House Labs with Lady Gaga. So, you know, to celebrate the launch of the album, which frankly is much needed right now, we wanted to get her on. There have been some exciting launches from House in the past month, including the Stupid Love palette. So we're going to talk to her about that. And you might have noticed, we, we mentioned this, but we skipped what's on our face for the incredibly long pregnancy episode. We wanted, <laughs> I, I personally wanted Shara to, Shara? I wanted Sarah to get the shine she deserved with. It's all for a baby creme. It's all for a little baby creme de la mer. So, um. We're going to go right into it. Uh, Sarah, what's on your face right now? Okay, so it is actually on my body. Body. uh, Because now that I can talk about the fact that I am extremely dry (laughs) due to to growing a human, uh, which, surprise, that's what happens to your skin, apparently. Um, You can experience all these, like, dry rashes and patches all over your body as well as just general dryness um so i have been leaning hard into body oils i freaking Um, love this stuff do you yes it's so good oh my god i like have had it in my arsenal for a while but before pregnancy like i was just not really a body oil person because i just i love like a lotion that can absorb quickly and i hate feeling wet but I don't know why I thought that oils would leave me feeling what they don't. I'm like just a stupid girl. <laughs> stupid girl. Um, but I discovered this product. It's the Costa Brazil Oleo Para O Corpo Kaya Jungle Firming Oil. Woo! That's a mouthful. It is so beautiful. It is such a beautiful product. I'm already halfway through, which makes me really sad. And it ain't cheap. She's almost $100. I know. $98. I know. But... I just, uh, I use it literally, I use it on my belly. I use it all over my body. It smells so delicious. Um, and then it also has, you know, the firming and toning, hydrating, brightening. It, it improves your skin texture. Allegedly, it will help me uh, with the elasticity, uh, aka these stretch marks that um, are bound to happen. It has a ton of different oils in it. Let me just run it down for you. 
It's got kaya oil. It's got kakai oil. It's got brew branco, tacuma seed oil, <laughs> Brazil nut, broody oil. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many. Muru muru. Muru muru. Pe- pecky seed oil, patua seed oil. It's just so delicious. It's and it feels really good. Kirby, you use it. Yes, I put this all over this ass. And I put it uh, on my boobies. I like do a little boob massage and I'm really into it. I've been really into oh my God. boob massage lately. So I've been using that. It is a tiny little bottle. It's like... This is a splurge. Yeah. It's La Mer level. Like, but as you said, I love the formulation with all the different oils. It has the vitamin A and vitamin C in it. Or sorry, not mm-hmm. vitamin C. Vitamin A and vitamin E. No, wait. The Muru Muru has vitamin C. Oh. Too. So, oh, okay, Murrow Murrow. It's jam packed. I, I want to learn more about you, Murrow Murrow. So, this is a portable, it says a, it's a portable 30 milliliter size. That's why they created it. So, it's a travel essential. Okay, fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I use this preciously. Like, I'm not just slathering it all over. Like, I'm really, like, enjoying taking my time with it. You know what I wish that I had? Um, like, a dropper. Mm. I've been using, like, a dropper from another oil because it, I feel like, helps me uh, distribute it better. Costa Brazil. Take little Sarah Tan's suggestion to heart. That would actually make... Because I do think it's hard to to pour it just hard to get the right amount that you want but also i now have boobs all of a sudden <laughs> which i never used to have so i have also been using this on my boobs beautiful which feel i need i need to do the massaging though um, but anyways i'm in love and also it's just so beautiful the packaging it's very very chic so get on it ladies and gents i'm a fan i'm a fan oil yourselves <laughs> All right. Okay, um, sorry. What's on your face? Oh, Herbs? thank you for asking. It's Freck Cheek Slime Liquid Blush in Cuffed. I saw this product. So you guys know that uh, Cherry has advertised with us in the past. And I have an account. Los Angeles has an account. It's such a fun website because you can go through, see what people are talking about, what they're recommending. Anyways, I saw this Freck Cheek Slime. And initially, you guys have probably seen Freck very popular on social media. They created like this freckle product to create these really natural looking freckles when when the freckle trend, and it's still really big. Like this whole freckled look is really big and I love that. I don't- I mean, what filter do you use that doesn't have added on freckles? <laughs> totally. It's like everything. Totally. So um, that's what they're known for. They've come out with a bunch of other different products, but I- I'm personally not a freckle person. So this kind of just, it never, freck never really appealed to me until I saw a girl on Cherry holding this product. I would describe this, the packaging, like a bigger, fatter version of food coloring. Yeah, you're so right. It's very playful. It's so playful. Like I'm obsessed with this packaging. So I need, I initially was like, oh my God, get this in my hands. I want to, I want this packaging so bad. And the name Cheek Slime, like. So cute. So cute. Normally wouldn't want like slime on my face, but like, you know what? The consistency of slime, like maybe rubbed in could be kind of cool. Like the texture of it. So I was like, That's why not? That's also because Kirby's a slime influencer now. <gasps> Love slime. Bot slime from Slime Obsidian. Anyways, guys, this, I'm not, I'm not going to hold back. This product is the best liquid blush. It is better than cloud paint. I said it. It's better than the Maybelline product, the Cheek Heat that I mentioned. It's better. And, and I have no qualms saying that. And, and the reason being is the packaging, the little tip is so small that you get the perfect amount 
you can really control how much. I think sometimes with the tubes, when you're pressing, you end up getting more than maybe you want. So you get the perfect amount. And, and this is not super sheer. The thing about the cheek heat is it's very sheer. So you have to add a lot of layers of it um, to create the look you want. Now it only comes in two colors, but what kind of blush? Do you see this? No, you can't. Oh, wait, I can. Do it again. Oh, so it just like, it's a very natural flush. It's not dewy. Like it does give your skin a little bit of a glow, but it does dry down really nicely. So the one thing that I really like about it is you can shear this out to as sheer as you want, or you can leave it and you can have a more intense blush moment. But sometimes with like a, a dewy cheek stain it makes you almost look kind of like a doll, you know? And so I appreciate that this kind of, looks a little bit more like you were just flushed like a natural flush and that's like and it has plant collagen in it so you know it, it feels really nice on the skin i also like that it does dry down because the cheek area the, the dewy skin thing is great if you have like perfect skin but if you don't it's accentuating every pore every line every everything when you have like all of this like wet look going so with this, it gives you that really beautiful glow. I, I wear cuffed just because it's more of like a, a pinky coral, um, but they do have another shade that is more of like a orangey red almost. Ooh, that's my, sh that's my shit. That's what I was saying. I was like, you're gonna be the other shade. And I, I guys, like it's small, but you only need the tiniest bit it, mm. this will last you a year i guarantee you this is gonna have to last you a year i i'm sorry <laughs> i cannot talk about this product enough i'm obsessed with it it is literally the best it's 18 dollars. get it i love that um on the website someone left a review and it says it gives you that super cute sunburnt look without the sunburn <laughs> a little sun-kissed moment everybody wants that glow where you don't just look flushed. It looks like you've been basking in the sun and have that like natural pinkness to your skin. Like I freaking love that look. So anyways, Cheek Slime, check it out from Freck. I love saying Freck. Freck. What the Freck? It's $18. <laughs> okay, guys, we, Sarah Tano doesn't need an introduction. Like let's be real here. Um, if you don't know her, Google her. I'm just going to be real. Like, we, we don't need to sit down and, like, explain to you all of the magnificence that she has accomplished in her life because she is truly... Even though she's so humble and, like, you would never know that she has had all of the experience and worked on all of these famous faces because she's just a down-ass chick, regular woman, and I think that's why we love her, but so talented. So talented. Um, truly grateful for the uh, opportunity she's been afforded in life and really an expert artist. You know, Sarah and I, like I said earlier, have both met with her, have had our makeup done by her, and the way that she approaches makeup is so different from, from everybody else. Um, and it's it encourages people like us to want to have fun and experiment and, and try different things. But she still always brings it back to like this this glamorous moment like she she will talk about this but you know lady gaga we associate with her with like these crazy out there looks but really a lot of her makeup is based in like these neutral tones with maybe a bright lip they always go back to like a neutral tone with a bright lip or a bright eye so um it might not be as out there as we like to normally think of gaga so she'll talk about that she's going to talk about her journey if you know a budding makeup artist or you are a makeup artist budding or not listen to her story she I, I did not cry 
but I was on the verge. It makes you so emotional hearing her story. Gaga makes me emotional in general. Just thinking about talking or, or interviewing Gaga makes me emotional. So, you know, the fact that this woman was kind of plucked out of, you know, her common everyday job to do this and is now with her years later is really a testament to Sarah's work. So Absolutely. you're gonna love, love this interview. And I have to say one thing before we jump in. We interviewed her prior to Rain On Me coming out, so we hadn't heard it yet. And so that's why we're like, oh, we can't wait to hear it. I know. I wish they would have given us access to the music video so we could also talk about the epic makeup looks that she created. Oh, totally. It was... It's great. So Rain On Me, one of the top three Gaga songs, in in my opinion. A great song. We Fans for life. Bold statement. Wow. I know. I know. It's, it's a good one. But it is really good. It is. And what's even better is this episode interview that you're going to listen to. <laughs> All right. Uh, enjoy, guys. And we'll see you next week. Okay, everybody, please welcome Sarah Tano to Los Angeles. Sarah, woohoo! Thanks for having me, ladies. Of course, we we love you. And it's so funny because it's like Sarah Tano, Sarah Tan. Feel yep. like y'all are soul sisters. We really are. When we we are we met for the first time. That was last year, right? That was last year. Yeah, so. the time has just it has no meaning these days. <laughs> Anyways. It was, I I have always been a huge fan. So when I finally got to meet you, it was amazing. Also because I really wanted to have, for us to have that moment of our names, you know, being acknowledged. And then Kirby, I actually just told Sarah that someone accidentally tagged me as her right before this Insta or right before this Instagram live. I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> right now. Podcast. <laughs> so I'm like, we really are connected. We are. I, I hope I get tagged as you one day as well. <laughs> Look at this bonding happening. I love it. So yes, yeah, Sarah and I both have experience with Sarah. Um, Sarah's done my makeup for a video. I felt blessed that you were even touching my face. I was like, I don't have as much lid space as Lady Gaga. She's like, nobody oh, and you does. Don't, you don't have as much lid space. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, still, still, nobody has as much lid space as Lady Gaga. So if you guys are trying to recreate an eye makeup look and you're like, where the hell did she get this lid space? Just know Gaga has the most lid space of any other human on the planet. Apparently. I don't, Sarah Tano has a lot of lid space too. A lot of real estate. Yeah, girl. Do people tell you that you and, and, and the lady are like sisters? Do they ever ask if you guys are related? Because you guys look so much alike to me. Totally. They do ask us if we're related. We're not, but I mean, she is like a sister to me. Okay, so ST. Well, I yeah. can't even say ST because it's both y'all. Yeah. Um, you can call me, I was going to say you could call me Stan and you could call Sarah Tano <laughs> Stano. <laughs> Stano! Okay, because we stand for Stano. Yeah. What um, we, we kick off every podcast with something called What's on Your Face? And we just want to know what's on your face. What are you wearing on your face right now that you're really excited about? Um, it can be skincare, it can be makeup, whatever it is, let us know. Well, for my skincare, I'm wearing Dr. Sturm. I stand for Sturm. I, uh, <laughs> I, I love the doctor lines of skincare. I'm a little bit bougie in that regard. I love Sturm and I love SkinCeuticals. So um, 
a few things from both. Uh, I'm wearing the Marc Jacobs Beauty lip oil and I'm wearing also their Atlashed new mascara. Yes. And I'm wearing the new House Laboratories Stupid Love eyeshadow palette, which I hope you ladies have seen. Yes, we have them in, in our possession. We're so excited. We're going to definitely Major. talk about that palette, but um, we loved hearing about what's on your face. For those who are not familiar, can you please... Tell us, like, about the first time you met Gaga, like, how your guys' relationship formed. It's definitely a unique story. <laughs> um, well, my career began, man, I want to give away my age, but I guess I always do. It, it was over 20 years ago, and I started doing makeup in Cleveland, and I've moved around a lot just to uh, make this story a little faster. I've moved around a lot. I I've been at it and I've had to start over several times for a million different reasons. Um, but at one point I was in LA for the first time about 15 years ago and I met this wonderful um, artist manager named Wendy Morris. And at the time she was with Black Eyed Peas and I had, uh, she introed me to Fergie and I got oh to do God. Fergie's makeup. And this is so long ago that we actually used to hand carry our portfolios when you would meet somebody and they would decide if they were going to give you the job. So she remembered seeing my portfolio cut to many years later. And I'm now living in New York city, working at a Mac counter and for only like 20 hours a week. So, you know, that's not very much money coming in, working on editorials and doing test shoots and sit, like helping backstage, like doing anything I could do to do makeup. And I was pretty much at the point where I was going to have to, you know, go back to Cleveland again. And I got a call from Wendy, like maybe three years later. And she asked if I was interested in working with a new artist by the name of Lady Gaga. <laughs> Like a joke. <laughs> which NBD. I actually, yeah, which I actually didn't know who she was until the day before. And the day before was um, the MTV Awards where she performed, um, I think it was like paparazzi and she was uh, hanging from like the rafters. The and, blood. Like, oh my God. And, Iconic. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. She is such yes. a badass. Yeah. <laughs> like I loved her. And um, I was talking about it with all my Mac friends the next day at the counter, like, oh my God, did you see that? She's so awesome. And I was talking about how I wanted to work with her. Sometimes if you put it out there in the world, it comes back to you. And strangely enough, it did. And it was 20 minutes later, I had a message in my, like, I think she messaged me on like Facebook. It was like, I actually remember the date. It was like September 18th, 2009. And I had like two or three days to get my shit together and go meet her at a makeup show. So when I get there, also I had to do hair and I cannot. You had to I mean, do I can, her hair too? Yeah. And I'm not a hairstylist. Like I'm no Frederick Asperis. <laughs> like, I was asking every like drag queen I knew, like, how do I put a wig on? <laughs> so the first time, like, I don't even know how I kept a job more than a day because I was like wrapping tape around her head and like, putting pins in, like praying it didn't fly off when she was dancing. So I knew that wasn't going to last long, but she loved her makeup. I didn't have a lot of time. Um, but I said, what do you, what do you want to look, look like? We only have like, we had like 30 minutes maybe. And she said, um, live your eyeliner, breathe your lipstick, which I now have tattooed on my arm. And I will never forget that moment. Actually, I don't know if you could see behind me, but I have a YSL lipstick sitting on that shelf. And that was the day that changed my life. I kept the lipstick oh. <laughs> that she gave me oh. uh, that oh. she wanted to wear for that performance. 
And I'll never forget that day. And it feels like so much time has gone by now, but we've both grown in so many different ways. So cut to, it was probably like three months later. She was um, rehearsing to go on tour and she was working with Billy B at the time as her main makeup artist. And a, a lot of big celebrities do this. Basically, they'll have a day-to-day -day makeup artist and they do the smaller day-to-day -day things or they would do the tour makeup. And then you would have a bigger makeup artist that would do the magazine covers, the music videos, the more like really intense creative stuff. Um, so at that time, it was Billy B and we were about, uh, she was getting ready to go on tour, her first like big world tour. And Billy wanted to use his assistant, but she still wanted me to be part of it. It just, I wasn't ready, like to be thrown into something that creative. I just wasn't there yet with my own techniques. So um, she asked me to come on tour and do her dancers. So I did. And I knew I would like one day get a chance to do it again. So I stuck with it. And every time we were able to, you know, take a break from tour, I would go back to New York and I would shoot with every photographer I could. I would do a bunch of test shoots, anything I could to really hone in on my craft. And when I would come back to work, I had like the greatest honor where I got to watch like Val Garland and James Kelly artists and all these other incredible makeup artists who have really like paved the way for us. I got to watch the way that they work on Gaga and their different styles of makeup and what really worked on her face and how fast they were and the things she was, you know, more picky about. But then I got to make mistakes on the dancers and kind of like piece together the different things that I knew that she liked and really just continue to study because I can't, stress enough how important it is to like know your references when you're working with someone like that. Cause she, she likes all time periods. She's an encyclopedia of music and fashion runway. So I did not know that I would need to know all that working for someone like this. And now I feel very well-rounded and I'm ready now. So six years, five years after waiting to uh, get my big break again, <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> I know it's incredible. It's like, I, I love hearing that stories. I kind of get chills when you tell it because it really is, you know, it felt like a magical moment that was gifted to you, but also like all of the work and all of the strategy and the studying that also went into it. It didn't just fall in your lap. You really did have to work for it. And honestly, like getting to practice on her dancers and still being able to be a part of that and like do trial and error with them first before going to like the main stage, if you will, is amazing. Like, I, I don't think you could ask for anything better than oh. that. And like sage makeup, performance makeup like that is a very different thing than doing like a red carpet makeup or something because it really has to withstand like the changing, the dancing, the high performance. So, um, it, it took me a really long time to develop my own technique because no one ever taught it to me. I had to figure it out. And I think also there, there's something to really say about the way that Gaga is. She really saw something within me. And I will never forget the day when she said, like, you are not here by default. You earned this. I've watched you put your head down and you worked so hard all these years. And I see the change in you and I see the technique and I can't believe that you're out there doing all these, you know, fashion editorials, but like, you're my, you're my makeup artist now. Like I, she saw something in me and whatever it was, I'm just so happy that she did. And she gave me another chance because 
it's really like I, I owe her I owe her my life. Oh my god, Sarah and I are literally grinning like idiots right now. Like, <laughs> you guys should see this recording. I, it's just hard. I like want to cry every I time I tell cry. this story. It just yeah, sucks. I love her so much. Like what she does for me. And she she I know Brandon. Like when he was on my live a couple weeks ago, like he said the same things. He really did that, you know, for Brandon too. And yep. she does that for so many people in our lives. And like that's why I think like our like House of Gaga is so rare in the celebrity type world because she's really one of a kind. Like she likes such a tight knit creative group of friends and we really trust each other in so many ways. And I think that's why you really see that when we do something together because we really have a rhythm and know how we work together. I mean, we know like Lady Gaga's effect on I mean, her fans, like she has a crazy fan base who, you know, she's touched all their lives. (laughs) What? I said, (laughs) Kirby, Um, you know, she touched all of their lives and they had never, you know, have never even met her or seen her like perform live. So I can't even imagine what it's like to actually have this close relationship, a working relationship with her like you do. Um, I mean, you say like, obviously she is amazing, but you probably are also just as equally amazing to her. And you are responsible for some of her like most iconic looks. I mean, just the Met Gala alone last year. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that you got to be on the carpet for that. Like when I saw you and Frederick, I was like, oh my God, there they are. I know them. I know them. Like I was freaking out. I I honestly felt like I was having like a cardiac arrest. I was so excited. Oh my God. It took her like three days to talk me into doing that because I'm just I'm I'm like concentrating about the makeup for so for me to like think oh I have I'm gonna mess up this whole performance but really like when I was talking to Brandon about it he's like but that's basically what it's what we do we do this like underneath the stage doing her quick changes so it's like that but we're doing it at the Met on the red carpet (laughs) oh my god I think we could have a whole podcast dedicated just to the her look last year at the her looks rather at the Met Gala last year because that's like what I want like I know when I'm watching Lady Gaga she's going to deliver like I want the drama I want the entertainment like give it to me give it to me and she always delivers especially at the Met Gala I think like so many people you know show up and yes they look pretty but it's like we want to show like we want to see something that we don't see every day and you guys like just absolutely delivered and killed it. I mean, the theme was camp people. Like, that's the thing. Like, seeing, like, beautiful models come with, like, some eyeliner, like, that is not camp. Like, Mm -hmm. so for us, I feel like the pressure was on, but it also kind of wasn't because she would be camp if in in anything. It's just, like, (laughs) it's who she is. Okay, so I do want to talk about – so obviously you work with House Labs, and then you also work – you used to be I learned this just today so you used to be the global ambassador for Marc Jacobs Beauty but you're not anymore right yes okay (laughs) you've grad you've retired they still love you and they still like to send you product and work with you on that but you're not an official ambassador no um I worked with Marc Jacobs Beauty as a global artistry ambassador for over three years and then it was just going to be too much with uh, working with both brands. So I'm just a the global artistry director now at House Laboratories, um, where I get to really work from everything from, you know, um, product development and the cr- all creative sides of things, color, uh, work one-on-one with Gaga, work with the formulas, like just everything. And then doing some of the press stuff. 
So on all, all angles and, you know, the creative part of like the photo shoots, which is really my, like one of my favorite parts as well. Um, seeing the makeup come to life. So then, okay. I, I always like to ask this because for people that might not know, like obviously when you're a, a makeup artist and you're, you're working with a brand at the level that Sarah is like, obviously she is tied to this brand. Um, so how do you still t- stay on top of newness and what's happening in the industry while still being loyal to, you know, house? Well, even, I mean, before House, before Marc Jacobs, like I'm still a makeup artist and I will always be a makeup artist first and foremost. So it's my job to test new products. It's my job to know what's out there. It's my job to know the trends in makeup and know the trends in formulas as well, because there's always like a new take on a formula. And I always want to know how to use it, how to make it better um, and what's not out there that I could really see a space for. So for me, I have, as a makeup artist, you receive a lot of, they call them like press mailers, you know? So you get to try everything. And I'm really blessed in that way that I don't have to run around on the days off. I don't get trying to find what's cool. Like it gets sent to me. So um, if there's something that really intrigues me, I do like a test before it would ever get into my kit. So for anything for the skin, I would wear it for a week just to see how the formula works before I would ever like put it on anyone for an event because I need to know what's going to do to my own skin and how to layer it with products before it would make it in my kit. And for other products, I would wear it for maybe a couple days. And if I love it, it goes in the kit. If not, then, you know, I'll usually give it to an assistant or something. So you kind of touched on your favorite skincare products already, but as we know, like skincare is a huge part of canvas for the makeup. Can you tell us a little bit about what you use and also what you like to use on Gaga skincare wise before red carpet or a show? I know that she's obviously a huge skincare fan because I got I had the privilege of having a facial from Jumi, who went on tour with you guys. Yes. Which Kirby, I'm so jealous. You haven't gone yet. I've met her, but it was literally right before the pandemic happened, and it was like, okay, can't probably see you now. This facial is like has your name written all over it, like the facial massage. She's incredible. But so obviously, skincare is like really important to both you and Gaga. Can you tell us like some of your favorite products that you use, or is there anything you wouldn't use? I think that's also useful. Like, is there any skincare you wouldn't use? prior to putting her in front of cameras? Well, for starters, things I, I'm i always really careful about, but before any flash photography is really sunscreen, that's a big one, or anything that contains talc, because that will create that flashback mess. I'm sure you've seen so many inc- incidents on the carpet. Um, <laughs> so um, making sure your products have no sunscreen and have no talc in them are a big no-no to make or like it's important to make sure that they don't contain those things for um, something specific to like flash photography. Um, as far as prepping for them and skincare, Gaga and all actually every girl I work with loves masks. So for me, I always start with a mask. When I first get to the job, I'm, I get there at least an hour ahead of time because I like to take my time and set up and really get my mind organized on like what I'm gonna do for the day. If I could talk to the stylist and really, and the hairstylist and really get on the same page in case we didn't have to before, I wanna make sure that we have something to present to the client when they get there. So for me, a mask would come first. I'll usually put it on ice and I'll put a refa roller in like a little bowl of ice and 
you know, different people like different masks, but one that pops up a lot that I also love is the 111 skincare mask. Are you familiar with that one? Uh Yeah. So that one's a big one. The Talika masks, which I love. The Tatcha masks are nice. So I'll use that. And then while the mask is on, I usually like to exfoliate the lips. So I'll use a sugar scrub and I usually apply it with a tongue scrubber. Oh, yeah. Because it has like the little divots, you know, and it really helps to work in the, you know, the sugar scrub without me having to like actually scrub their lips with my fingers. Totally. And then I'll put a balm on. My favorite is like the Sicily one or Dr. Sturm. Those are the only two I use. I know. <laughs> I told you I'm bougie. As you should be. And then while the mask is on, I'll usually work in with the wrapper roller, starting to depuff and massage the base. Um, that's usually when the hair is starting and it's a good time to kind of talk through the day. So I think that's a crucial part about Glam is really letting the products soak into the skin and talk about your day. And as far as other products, um, I think it's important not to layer on too much skincare or any foundation or anything that you're going to put on top is going to start to roll and pill, which is like my worst nightmare. So that's another reason why I like to test the things that I'm layering before I actually use it on a shoot, because it's happened to me before where it like a product will completely like come off of the skin and you're like we actually asked this uh question to daniel martin right kirby like when you start to see pilling like is there any way to save or do you have to start from like the very beginning i don't even want to try to save it because if it's a shoot and you're touching up all day you're just going to create a actual nightmare for for yourself so I'll just take it off and start all over again. And I I love that you use, um, is it the uh, R-E-F-A, Ruffa? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that tool. It, silver, the silver balls, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It definitely yeah. looks phallic. Let's be 100%. It looks phallic. Disco balls. <laughs> My husband's always like, what is that? <laughs> that is not for the face. <laughs> yeah. Is it a vibrator? What is that? Yeah. Like, what is it that? It works. It's hilarious. But it's it does work. And, and this is the thing. We get asked about jade rollers a lot. This is not a jade roller. It actually sculpts the skin the way that the two balls balls it has natural microcurrent that's why <laughs> yes yes uh-huh. so oh, it really right. does help to lift so it lifts and then it helps to really just get the blood circulation going as well and sculpts your face so oh, feels so good too they're definitely mm-hmm. a bougie tool Saratano doesn't do anything except for the bouge so but <laughs> I, it's literally one of my favorites that I have used on my face so good on you yeah I do love that like like Priyanka Chopra she loves like she likes actual ice too so sometimes um like I'll actually take ice cubes and kind of depuff with that too. That's so everyone smart. has different like things that they've learned along the way that really work for them. But with serums and stuff, I like to keep it pretty simple. I'll just use like a hyaluronic acid. I happen to use the Sturm one. And for moisturizer, like a lot of people that I work with also go to Dr. Sturm. So they use the, the blood cream. Oh, yeah. Get it professionally made. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I love SkinCeuticals too. That's another brand that I feel like has really, really great uh, products. I love the CE Ferulic Acid. Mm-hmm. That's something that leaves such a gorgeous glow to your skin that you barely even need foundation. Okay, I want to know what products or what types of products do you think are overhyped? Like what is hyped? I don't actually know what is hyped because I just, I mean, I'm probably going to get killed for saying this. Tell us. In, I don't always like a face primer. I'm just not a face primer girl. That is the perfect example of, I think, an overhyped product. Yeah, and I know 
love them. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason for them, but to me, it's just, uh, I, I like to spend more time on the skincare. I agree. Like it's great to use them for your eyes. You should always prime your eyelids, but your face, it just would depend on the formula that you're using. So if you're using like a lot of cleaner foundations or vegan foundations, you usually do need a primer because it needs something to stick to. You're so right. So if that's what you like to use, then I, I would suggest a primer. But for a lot of the stuff that I use right now or that I've used in the past, sometimes I skip that step because I still want the, the way that the skincare looks. I want it to shine through the foundation. And sometimes I get afraid that it will be dulled if I pile more stuff on. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah, 100%. And I think Sarah and I kind of agree like, I don't think we're, you know, huge fans of primer in general. I don't use one every single day. Obviously, we get sent product like you, and sometimes there will be a primer that stands out, and we're like, oh, okay. Like the new Giorgio Armani primer. I'm a really big fan of. This is the only one I'll use. It's the Tachta Silk Canvas. Oh, yeah. Have you tried the liquid one? No. No, I haven't. So the liquid one, um, I think is better for people that have like naturally combination or oily skin. Oh, great. I tend to have that skin type. And when I use that one, it's way better for me versus I love the, the action of like scooping it out of the little plate. But for me, this one's a pump and it, it just actually stays on my skin better. I think it's easier to apply to and like you kind of know how much you are applying versus like you're not sure maybe how much to scoop. Yeah, this, this, the Tatcha one I would recommend for like, especially for those more uh, like vegan or uh, clean foundations, because this one really will help to adhere the foundation to your skin. Okay, so today is a special day because Chromatica launches today. Okay, we want to know what was the first song you heard from the al album and if you have a favorite one. I actually don't remember the first song that I heard. I, it must have been Stupid Love because that was one of, I feel like it was Stupid Love, which, you know, there's been, sometimes they go through different versions, but that's one of, I, I love Stupid Love, but I think my favorite song on the album, Rain On Me and Free Woman. Okay, I can't wait. So yeah, I am so excited uh, about the album in general. And I always tend to my favorite songs always tend to be not singles. Oh, same. Usually, usually I'm the same. So like Diamond Heart was my favorite song off of Joanne. And it's by the way, what I'm wearing on my lips right now. Dance in the that. dark. Hello. Oh my God, Dance <laughs> in the Dark, hello. I, there's so many different different Gaga songs that have Monster. been in my life. Yes, are you kidding me? Monster is on my Halloween playlist. Um, Which Kirby listens to year round. It's so good. Like, does Gaga just send you the link and is like, check it out? <laughs> no, never. Oh my God, I would never want that responsibility. You're like making me sweat even thinking about that. No, we'll play. She'll play it in glam and be like, I wrote a new song, like hear it and we'll dance and do her makeup and her hair. And so when you're developing these products with Gaga, obviously music like Chromatica is a huge inspiration. What is that like? Do you have your sketchbook out and you're playing it? No, no. You know what? This album was unlike any other, not only for me, because this is the first year we've had the brand and she has an album out. So this is the first product, the uh, Stupid Love palette was the first product that we're putting out that we were able to really merge the music with the makeup, which is so important to us. And it was so much fun to do it. 
And the way it came about was we were listening to the music and Freddie put on this beautiful pink wig before she had dyed her hair color. And we were talking about just like where her mind, to see where her mind was at. Because for me, the first things that she say, I always really take that to heart. Her very first impression of like what she's thinking. I, I had that day, I had all these products out. So all sorts of different color products, uh, formulas, textures, everything. So I just didn't know what she was going to want to do. And she pointed to this like kind of teal cup color with her pink hair. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. We could do something like color blocking. So that was kind of the first conversation, but she wanted it to feel very powerful, but a little punk and rebellious. So she didn't want me to do like a beautiful, like blended eye. She actually wanted me to just throw it on with my finger and then take like an eyeliner and just messily like apply it. So it only took a few minutes and she felt really cool and it just felt right. So within that, that's how we started to really build the palette. And within that, we wanted to give like different chromatic versions of all these different colors and play on the textures because that was really important. And also with building a makeup look, you want to create dimension. So when you look at the eyeshadow palette, you'll see that there's a more matte and a shimmer version of each kind of shade. Yep. And then because you know, with Stupid Love, we had so many like monochromatic looks, which were so beautiful. And it's just a style of makeup that I think is so classic and iconic. And it's really, really timeless. And then I wanted to really play on more color blocking style that we did that day. So it's mixing the more cool tones with warm tones all in one look. And you could play on using all mattes or mixing the mattes and the shimmers, but it really gives you like endless opportunity to express yourself. I haven't played with the palette yet because I need to film it clean without my <laughs> fingerprints all in it because yeah. I want to do like a, a video mm -hmm. of me like use, using the colors for the first time. Oh, I love but that. I like it took all of my willpower not to stick my finger in that really beautiful <laughs> indigo blue because I just want to be like rah, like war paint on my eyelids. So I can't wait to show you what I end up coming up with with my limited lid space. Um, but I'm so Kirby, excited. Kirby, shut up. Oh my God, stop it with that. Just overdo I it. Literally, if I could, I could slap you, but you're not here. I'm yet. in Zoom. Okay. Yeah, do sign um, all the way to your brow. I will, literally. It'll just be like a giant block like right here on my eyelid. Yeah, it looked dope. That's how we're going to have to express ourselves. We have, we're going to have to be wearing masks for a while. So I know, right? Eyeshadow all the way up to here. Yeah, it's all about the eyes and expressing yourself. And honestly, there's no right or wrong way. But I feel like this shadow palette came at the perfect time, not only because it's for her album, but color can really do a lot for your mood. And I think I definitely need a boost at this point. So color has been really therapeutic for me to play with during my time at, in quarantine. Yeah, for sure. So you explained, you know, the inspiration for this palette and the music and how it all came together. But I want to go back to the first palette um, because I remember when it launched, people were a little bit surprised at how it was more of a, an everyday palette, a palette that you could wear no matter what, which psyched Sarah and I out because like, to be completely honest, sometimes seeing like these really bold eye colors 
are a little intimidating, especially because we typically wear like browns and, 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 and mobs and topes and things of that nature. So we were psyched, but I think people thought, oh, it's so interesting that she's coming out with this everyday look instead of the stupid love palette, which is like in your face, bold, colorful, signature Gaga. Kirby and I like loved that first palette too. I mean, obsessed, like must be in our kits at all times. Yeah, I love it too. Can you kind of discuss like why you wanted to go that that route? Yeah. Um, well, for starters, it really reminded Gaga of like the basics of what she needed when she was starting out and she would do her own makeup in the Lower East Side. She needed those basic colors to create and transform herself and get ready. And that's why she called it the fame. So that was kind of like our way of doing basic. And we wanted you to have all the fundamentals before we gave you all the color. And we were always going to do color, but Another thing to say is like, we really do have like a sophisticated taste in makeup. So it's not always, do you see her in a bright color eyeshadow before this? You really, I mean, it was rare that we actually did it. She's just known for the meat dress, right? But what did, what kind of makeup was she wearing in the meat dress? She had beautiful glam makeup mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it wasn't colorful. You know what I mean? So people think something different than it is sometimes totally but we love color like we love color and we're going to give you color and house labs loves color and we were just getting warmed up and you'll see a lot more color and a lot of everything from us but it, it just felt right to give you what you're going to use every day before we give you this really colorful artistic palette yeah i do feel like you said the timing couldn't be more perfect too well even mm -hmm. even um, with the looks that you've done um, you know, specifically during A Star is Born when you did the like metallic mm -hmm. cat eye on me. One of the things that you told me when I interviewed you, you were like, it's still a classic look. She had this beautiful red lip and this cat mm -hmm. eye, but instead of it just being a black, you know, wing, we went ahead and made it metallic and we added um, like the foil on top and things like that. So it's always a little bit edgy. It's always gaga, but it's it's not necessarily, you're so right. It's not necessarily like she's wearing like yellow on her eyeballs or like pink right. on her eyeballs. It's just the way that she carries it. I think people also just forget or like they just remember, you know, she has so many memorable looks that are really loud that that's what people associate her with. But to your point, mm -hmm. she's has so many beautiful classic looks that are just like just as many, if not more. Yeah, but that's like how I would suggest the same thing, uh, Kirby. I would say to people who see this palette and think that maybe it's too adventurous for them, like there actually is some really beautiful wearable colors in here. And also step outside your box and you don't have to like participate in makeup that you're not comfortable with, but try doing your winged eyeliner and try doing it in this like royal blue or try doing it in the teal, you know? That's like totally been, cause I am not very, uh, or I am scared of, of a lot of eye color because I lack <laughs> lid space for real curvy. Um, but I feel like over the last year, the way that I have been, like in, been incorporating color into my looks is with like a colored wing. And I'm like, oh, this, and it's given me like the confidence to go a little bit higher and try something a little bit more bold, you know? So I'm excited to remember when I did your makeup and we used the purple and you like never wore purple yes. before or something. Yes. <laughs> and you loved I it. I loved it so much. And it looked so good with a red lip. Blew my mind. So 
one thing I think that, you know, people love about House Labs is the fact that the formulas are all vegan and cruelty free. Um, but I imagine that that is really difficult to achieve when you're making such a colorful eyeshadow palette that's super pigmented and in so many different, you know, finishes. Um, is it? <laughs> Am I right? Oh, my God. I wish like our product development team was on this call right now because they would tell you how many times they have to explain to me, no, we can't, we're vegan because there is a lot of restrictions with color uh, for the eyes when you're, when you're working with vegan. Uh, so yes, it, it, it is challenging. And I've, I've kind of started to learn. They have to remind me all the time still, but I've started to learn the shades that are more difficult. So it's usually like your, your bright reds, your bright pinks, things like that are harder to achieve. The formulas are all so, so good. So kudos to your product team. Well, thank you. We've, we really spend a lot of time making sure that the formulas are the star of the show. For me as a makeup artist, I have to work in so many different conditions. So we kind of like test it for Gaga, like during her shows and stuff, which they, they hate when I do that, but we want to make sure. And it's so important to Gaga that not only that they're products that you're going to trust the performance of them, but also that, that they're products that you're going to love and the formulas are cutting edge, but they're also easy to use. Like you don't have to be a makeup artist to use our liquid liner because the way that the tip is, you can actually drag it on the side and really like kind of stamp on your liner if you're intimidated by liquid or if you're a little more uh, skilled, you can use the tip. You can also create really great designs if you wanted to, and it's not going to go anywhere. And with our Glam Attack, it's like we built the tips and the tricks into the formula. So people who maybe aren't as good with their eyeshadow, they could do a Glam Attack look with their eyeshadow, which is a liquid to shimmer powder on your eye in seconds. I love that product. And that was, yeah, I love it too. And, and Gaga, like, when she wouldn't, when she didn't used to use like a conventional eyeshadow all the time, she would just use, you know, liquid liner. And when Glamatech came out, I remember she would send me pictures and she'd be like, look, I did a smoky eye and it only took me like a minute, you know, cause she loved, she would use chain ballerina and create like a smoky eye. And it was so easy for her to do. Is she really good at like one thing when doing her makeup? Like is she bomb at doing her her own base or her own eyeliner? I mean, I actually really love it when she does her mascara because sometimes there's so much uh, going on when we're doing glam that I'll ask her to do it because I like the way it looks when she does it because she'll just dig right in and she could pull it up like where it would take me. Mascara takes me a long time, guys. Like sometimes I'll spend like a good five minutes straight just doing mascara, really separating the lashes, really layering it on. But when she does it herself, I always feel like it looks better. So sometimes I'll give it to her. She could go <laughs> to town on the mascara and then I'll clean up around <laughs> it and then do the eyeshadow. Having so. to apply mascara on someone else, I could not even imagine how difficult that must be. <laughs> Oh my god! Especially if it's like or Lady lash Gaga curler. the first. Oh my god, the lash curler! I can't even curl my own lashes. Oh my god, it's so funny. Whenever I work with Priyanka, she tells me the story, the, the same story all the time. She's like, every time someone comes at me with a lash curler, I think that in that moment there's going to be an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all with her. We all agree. And that's the thing too. I when I get my makeup done, I I want them to do my whole face. But when it comes to my lashes, I'm like, let me see that. You got a mm -hmm. wand for me. I just want to get in there because there really is. 
obviously you can maneuver it a little bit differently when you're doing it on yourself totally. versus applying separately. But that's a really good point. I think that makeup artists that are listening there, like new, newer makeup artists, I think when you're working with a new client that you don't know really well, um, I like to keep it kind of like an interview, <laughs> work it kind of like an interview where we do the makeup kind of together the first time, because some people like to do something that their self. So sometimes I'll say, do you want to curl your lashes? And I'll hand them the lash curler in a mirror to see if they prefer to do it themselves. Or they'll say, you know, no, you go ahead and do it. Same with mascara and sometimes uh, eyebrows too. So we're going to shoot out some questions for you. You can answer them quickly because it is a rapid fire round, but you can also elaborate if you want. Okay. Okay. Let's do sure. this, Stano. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Favorite makeup brush brand? Hakuhodo. Ooh, she mm. is a bougie bitch. I know. I'm sorry, you guys. I am so bougie. So bougie. I, I know. Everyone's like, oh, vegan brushes. I mean, I like real techniques if I'm being real for synthetic, for face brushes. But for eyes, I have to use a Hakuhodo. I am like a ride or die. All right. Can you even see all, all of them behind me right now? Oh, yeah, girl. Wow. You're stacked. That's like, that's like an eighth of them. <laughs> Those are personal. The faces that we... We should have a super count of all the faces Sarah and I have made on this Zoom. It's been like yeah. adoring to like jaw-dropping. Um, okay, Stano, pick one. Eyes or lips? Eyes. Mm. Brows or lashes? Brows. Favorite Gaga song ever? Okay. I think... Okay, can I... Do I have to pick one? No, just... Tell us, tell us if you, yeah. Okay, I really feel, maybe it's just because it's right now, but I really feel like it might be rain on me. I really all feel. all time? Maybe, I oh think it God. might. Have you been like listening to it a lot in quarantine? No, because I don't have it. Oh. I don't have it, but she's, you know, she's played it for me enough to where, but that's the thing about the, this album. I feel like every day there's a new song that I like love even more, you know? Oh, I can't wait to hear it. There's one for like every mood, but um, past album, I really, God, I could go on forever. But like I said earlier, Monster and I love Dance in the Dark. Like those are just, I just love them. How, so Happy I Could Die is a big one for me. Um, obviously, I love you and I. I love oh, me too. Mary the I. Night. She did a performance of Mary the Night uh, at the Grammy nominations concert at like the Nokia Theater in LA, like way back in the day. And I have. Oh, when they were dressed in like the skeleton makeup? Sarah, yes. And I was like having a mental breakdown because I was <laughs> so obsessed with it and was like, I was like, oh my God, she's dressed like a skeleton and I love this song and I just moved to LA and I'm going to marry the night. I'm going to, I'm going to do what I came here to do. Like I got really emotional about it. <laughs> But I was there because I was working the event and like ushering people to the stage and stuff and got to watch the performance. It was awesome. So yes. Um, sorry, I had to chime in with my own. Sarah Tan, what's yours? I just have to say Lady Gaga, like the fame, like 2008 when that album came out was I just feel like I have so many memories of like having dance parties with my best friends. And I think everyone does probably, <laughs> not just me. <laughs> okay, last question. What is your must have product from House Labs? If you had to pick one, which I know is pick, like... You have to pick one. You have to pick one. Eyeliner and punk. We already has, have said this. This is like... It's like the best eyeliner. So... is It's almost House Lab's birthday, right? July? 
Is yeah. It, oh my God. It's crazy. This it's year went by year. so fast. I know. Because I feel like it feels so new, but you guys have done so much and released so mu- many good products oh, in the last you. year. Thank you. That means so much to me. That's... Happy early birthday. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You should be so proud of everything that you've created. I am so proud, but it's it's the whole team, like everyone at House Laboratories. Like I'm so lucky to work with such hardworking people that just love what they do so much from the core. And that's why I think it all works, you know? Sarah Tano, thank you so, so much for joining us. Dano, we love you. Oh, thank Stano, you, ladies. Stan, Stan Glow, if you want. <laughs> Ooh. You're welcome. You can use that. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to us every week and dealing with our shenanigans. We know that you, you are so supportive because we get the messages and and see the reviews and we really appreciate it if you do love our podcast please rate us on apple and write us a review we love reading them um and follow us on social we're los angeles pod on instagram and twitter and find us on facebook and join our facebook group wait and we'll hear what we have to also ask Sertano where we can find her and house labs oh duh wow i totally glazed over that Sertano, where can we find you in house labs at Sarah Tano Makeup and at House Labs. So easy. <laughs> <laughs> not to be not to be confused with Sarah Tan. But follow her but too. But follow me too. <laughs> but follow her too, please. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye, bye ladies. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.